0: What's up? This is Zach Osborne, and
1: you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show.
2: Hey, it's Ricky Carmichael, and you're watching the Moto X Pod Show.
3: to the Moto X Pod show starring Darkside It's co-host Scotty and sometimes TJ
1: what's up guys we are back this week episode 249 of the Moto X pot show. Brought to you by Cherbies USA, which for, for decades has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. The products that fit perfect, look great, and last. Cherbies has what you need. Whether you want a full plastic kit, individual pieces, handguards, TJ just got some of those, chain guides and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherbiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor. Also, co-title sponsor Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Race Tech products include award winning gold valves and settings are one hundred percent guaranteed. And they're made right here in the USA. Scotty, since you hate every other country, Racetech also offers (laughs) state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Also on board with us Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection. Use that promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save on a pro-launch start device, uh, elite clutch perches, radiator braces, etc., Torque One Racing R Jerky for your snack needs. Anaheim's like I don't know two week, two months away. Not even, yeah, I guess, right two, two month and a half away. Stock up on some R Jerky. Use promo code motoxpot 21 to save. So you have what you need during the Supercross races. Lords, graphics and jersey ID. Shock Socks. Williams Motorworks. Extreme colors. Blood lubricants. Power Band Racing. True Fusion Sports. And grill your ass off. And I did ship out those grill your ass off packages today. I shipped out the record, the Hellfire album. So that stuff did finally go out. You're welcome. We're going to get into the X-Brand Lucid conversation. X-Brand Lucid goggles are out now, available available through WPS at your local dealerships. They come with the WaveLax Quick Release Lens System, Race Face 4-Layer Factory Foam, Lucid Extreme Definition, Definition Optics, and I'm telling you, they are amazing. X-Brand goggles. All right. Well, we just had some racing this weekend. I don't know how many people listening got to watch Paris. Apparently, the two guys in studio with me, TJ, Scotty, did not watch it. Scotty, what's up?
4: Oh, not much. I mean, it was, it was a little hard since we were in America and you were in Europe for us. I mean, you had a pretty easier chance to watch it than did. you we did. not
1: watch World Supercross?
4: It was on TV.
1: But you had to pay for it. and No, it,
4: uh-uh. it was on Hulu. Oh, it was on it my Hulu Live. The, it did come on the okay. radio. T- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, there was links. There was people watching it on YouTube. Scott, uh, TJ, what's your excuse? Same thing? I was riding dirt bikes. Okay. So you... I was product testing. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. What did you guys think about the racing? Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. That was good. Cool. Yeah. I did get to go. First That's time. what we want
0: to talk about, is this um, amazing trip you had to go see the Eiffel Tower and all the things in Paris that you have to go see when you go there.
1: I've seen pictures of the Eiffel Tower. I don't see why I have to go see it. I mean, it's a... That is,
0: I mean, you, you have to go see these, these like things, these places in France that are like iconic because if you don't go see those places, then um, it's kind of a waste of a trip, right?
1: Um, no, I went to watch racing and I hung out with Ken Roxanne and Cooper Webb and Justin Brayton. So it wasn't a waste of a trip. I did want to go see the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out. Uh, it's pretty busy. Did you
4: have an Eiffel Tower? is he talking about i have no clue you don't Uh, know what eiffel tower is no two guys one girl
1: okay anyway i have can we let him go we're starting off early with a
4: with a bunch of ridiculous somebody's gonna like think that was funny
1: yeah your mom (laughs) anyway that was just so much better (laughs) oh my god so that was even worse i didn't get to go uh (laughs) just the trip there was no time because I get done with the races late at night. I got to get interviews ready back to the state the arena the next day. There's a couple of times where I thought where I was going to get to go, but just because of posting videos and taking the time to edit didn't ever get over there. Uh, I wanted to go Sunday night. It was about one 32 o'clock in the morning by the time I was able to get freed up. And the guys at the hotel said, you're not going to be able to get there this late. The, the trains weren't going to that stop. And if you don't have a prepaid pass, you can't go. So I didn't get to go. Hmm. And then you brought the Rona back. I am sick right now. I got home last night, pretty tired, woke up this morning not feeling good, and I have gradually gotten sicker all day. So I hope that's not what it is. Definitely not feeling very good.
0: I feel threatened that we don't have plexiglass between us, and you're not wearing a mask. I'm just throwing it out there.
1: I'm a, You can wear a mask. Go get one. <laughs> I'm not worried. About, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm already sick. No, what does it matter?
0: I don't know if anybody saw his face when I said that.
1: It was awesome. Whose face? Mine? His. Or his? Oh. He was just like, <laughs> oh. Well, we got some good racing in. For those that watched, Ken Roxon is the king of Paris. Matt Moss, in a surprise, a little bit of a surprise, was the prince of Paris. Chris Blows had the thing wrapped up in the Supercross 2 class. Very last race of the night, about halfway through, dropped the front end of the whoops, over the bars. That was it. Man, lost it. So Matt Moss, who went something like, God, I want to say he was like, 6-4-4 six four four or eight four four on night one on night two went one 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 and just wow clutch came in hasn't been riding the two fifty much figured it out and walked away with Prince of Paris. He was How really old is Matt I don't really know. He's, He's an older guy. than the other guys yeah, for sure yeah 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 but he he did really well. He was beyond excited Chris was pretty bummed. Chris still ended up third overall. Chris had won it before though. Yes. Yeah yeah yeah. And then uh, in the 450 class, really going into night one, I thought Eli was going to clean house. He looked good. He was pretty much faster than everybody else most of the races. Uh, But Kenny just got better and better as the weekend went on and was absolutely dominating in the whoops. His whoop speed on that Honda was unreal. He, He was killing it, and they were big, big whoops. Do
0: you think the shorter races helped him? I'm gonna say based off his history, yes, probably Moving from from being there. Did you see any? I know y'all are best friends now, <laughs> but did you see any drop off like like in person being there where you're like, okay, I can kind of see. a cheek Not really. In his armor? He
1: held it. He held his position pretty strong the entire time. Awesome. Yeah, he looked really good. He said he's feeling. Of course, they're all gonna say this. Yeah. He says he's more comfortable on this Honda than he ever was on the factory Honda. That he's. If you listen to some of the yeah, interviews I did. I did on Vital, I did, he talks about like, hey, I'm able to get this bike feeling how factory Honda. I, I just never could. He was pretty honest about it. He didn't say what, what exactly. He wouldn't give me any details, but he's happy on that Honda. Now he rode.
0: I don't understand why that makes... this
1: week, and he's riding the the Suzuki sometime this week. But that doesn't make any sense
0: to me why. Um... Any factory team wouldn't give the rider what they want. I, I uh, hear he, Cowie's he bad said about
1: that, it. didn't he? If you listen to one, I yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, they they think we don't know what we're talking about, but we do. Well,
4: he yeah. doesn't ride for them anymore, so yeah. there you go.
1: Yeah, he seems pretty stoked on the bike, and you know, and then Eli, Eli looked really good. He he had a big one, almost had a big one in Super Pole, right. on night two, right?
4: Was he, he on the uh, 23?
1: Twenty two. 22. No, 22. Yeah. T- so if you watch my interviews on Vital, this guy, I at least kept up. Yeah, thank you. He was he
0: was he was out there marketing media.
1: Supermoto marketing media. Yeah. I mean, I
0: have
4: this. Technically, is my third job as of right now, so I'm still doing three things at once. So. You're still waiting tables too.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, oh, dedicated. Why are you playing footsies with me, your bro? Your feet
1: are in my side. Uh, uh but anyway. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was a really cool experience. The racing was good. A lot of fun watching those guys ride. Justin Brighton looked good. You know, I don't know how well this translates for what's coming in Supercross. It's it's kind of just a warm up. But really, again, just like last weekend at Glen Helen, the fun, the most fun part, the most rewarding was the hang, hanging out with the guys, kind of busting balls with Cooper Webb and making sure we're okay now. I'm pretty sure we've talked about yeah. that story before. And then, like, going to dinner with Ken Roxon Sunday night, which I've never spent any time with Ken Roxon, getting to actually talk about music and kind of build a little bit of a bond. And Steve Mathis and I hung out pretty much the whole weekend. He saved my ass a couple of times. So, yeah, fun weekend overall. Um, Language barrier was a little bit of an issue at times.
4: I was going to say, what was the weirdest part about Europe?
1: The weirdest?
4: Or the wildest? I don't know. Yeah, whatever you... I
1: don't know if anything was super weird or wild. It was just some of the... The, the uh, communication was difficult. Going right. to order food, and they're like, they kind of speak English, but they say yeah. things a little different, and you're trying to being picky eater like me, hey, plain and dry, they don't know what the hell plain and dry is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so.
4: That's on you. You
1: get some stuff, yeah, I guess it is. You go order some food, <laughs> and like I don't know what any of these ingredients are. Yeah. So I was having to have like JB or Steve or whatever, kind of, well, this is this, and I, you know, I, I'll try it. It wasn't too bad. It was yeah. just, it was not as comfortable, obviously, as being in America and just knowing how everything works.
4: And you prob- nev- Have you ever been out of um, out of
1: I went country. out of the country to Singapore when I was like twenty, so that would have been ninety eight ish, somewhere around there. Or somewhere around there. Um, that's not even right. Ninety, well, I guess maybe I was twenty two. I think it was ninety eight, but I was young and I I was with a bunch of people that it was Singapore was actually more Americanized than France was. Like yeah. everybody spoke English there, yeah. wherever where I went, so it wasn't a big deal. This is the first time, in pretty much where I spent a significant amount of time, I had to figure some things out.
0: Yeah, what um. Did you? I know you probably didn't get a chance to listen to the Industry Seating Pod with, with Jason Thomas, but he brought up something that I thought was really interesting about how like he was training and he was riding on the Suzuki back in the day and his bike was awesome and then he went to Paris where it was a different, you know, it was closer to supercross and realized mm-hmm. I have to do stuff to my bike. Mm. Did you get any of that from anybody where they were like thinking that they were going to be better than what they were and they came in? Because everybody, all the interviews that we've heard, oh, the bike's the best ever. But yeah. have you, did you, and you don't have to drop names. Was there, was there anybody behind the scenes that was like, oh, God, we're in trouble?
1: Nobody said that. I kind of feel like the KTM guys might be feeling that oh, way. Oh, of course they, they are. They were like,
0: is junk. Not
1: good in the whoops. Not good at all. Cooper yeah. was in and Marvin were not good in the whoops. They just weren't. That new bike is not good no. compared So, they never said that. We kind of made some comments and they're like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine," you know, but it never looked fine. It looked really bad. Like the 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 speed through the whoops was so significantly different. It'd be like me trying to go through the whoops almost like again, yeah. it, it was just unreal the difference. But, uh, I did talk to Yulo which is jb's mechanic and um peyton which is kenny's mechanic and a couple other guys i talked to marvin's mechanic about the bikes and they didn't really make any changes they just yeah. bought the bike as was and maybe a couple clicker changes but nothing significant the bikes were good right off, out of the crate well,
0: i figured um what's his name eli's wood because he's just riding last year's soupy bike yeah, yeah yeah so
1: he he didn't have to change anything and those bikes pretty much the same bikes they rode in australia a few weeks ago everything's just ready to go but the track was a little more difficult than the Australian tracks, or yes. the, the World Supercross tracks. Yeah. It, the whoops were big. Everybody was very surprised how big they were. Which is a good thing. I think so, yeah. yeah. It was pretty entertaining to watch the guys that don't ride a lot of supercross go through them, or even A-Ray. We're going to talk <laughs> to A-Ray here. Like, uh, by the way, Cullen Park and A-Ray on the show tonight. Um, Cullen wasn't there, was he? Yeah, he was uh, there. Was he? Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, that. he rode really well. Um, He, he actually improved throughout the series, the, the weekend also. It just got better and better. He was there. Uh, but A-Ray was basically went there just to make some money and try to do the laps. And he was not doing the laps. Yeah. Because he crashed in every one of them Saturday, but then Sunday he got through all the way through. That was like the, yeah, we were like, yeah, you didn't crash.
0: Uh, can you imagine just being that dude that he was that, so banged up? That is just like, your buddies are just happy. If you finish. <sighs> Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was he was responding to some of the tweets we were doing. and he, I was on the vital Twitter and then Mathis was doing the Racer X and it was a whole lot of A Ray doing the laps. Oh no, never mind. Take it back. He's <laughs> that, down. Like a Ray's
0: down. That's like us saying, you know, that some of our buddies are like, Hey, they did more than four laps at the track today. Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> it was entertaining to watch. Uh he was not thrilled, but he's he's pretty banged up still. Yeah. I mean, his wrist is better. He hasn't had much time on the bike, his knee was bothering him. And it was it was a, it was a bit of struggle street.
0: You have to like there has to be a balance with every rider to find that like like not bringing it back to Doc or whatever, but he needs more a Ray and a Ray needs
1: more caution. You know, I'm talking about like 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 a hey, Ray was trying to be cautious, and I think that was what was biting him. <laughs> he, the, really, it was the whoops that kept getting him. Oh yeah, and he was trying to jump through them, but they were so big, like he'd get a little whiskey, and you'd see it rural nose high, and then all of a sudden, he, and that was kind of a joke. He did crash after the triple. And went on to the concrete, and Steve and I both missed it because we got done. We said, "Hey, A Ray did do the laps, like his second moto or second sprint night yeah. one." And somebody on Twitter said, "Nope, he went down. He was on the concrete." I guess somebody that was there. Yeah, we're like, "Oh shit, we missed it." So then I asked him about. it. He goes, "Hell yeah, <laughs> crashed again." I said, Come on, A Ray. So this is like you didn't do any of the. You didn't
0: go to any of the World Supercross rounds. No. But this is the, so the first time in person you've seen the super Bowl. Don't they do a super Bowl there? They did do super pole. It's so pretty cool. So, so is that something that you think could be could
1: or should be introduced into American? Soupy? I like it. It's a it's it's very cool to watch them individually go for a fast lap, and everybody's eyes are on that one and guy. How many laps do they get?
0: Two laps. Together? Two. They
1: they get like a roll lap. Yeah, and then they go for it, and that's it. That's so it. while one's on his hot lap. When he goes by the start, yeah, the next guy kind of rolls out, makes a like a half Behind him kind of yeah. lap, and then once he cr- once he gets to the finish, he's on it.
0: And the next one, and then in. the next
1: guy rolls through. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And they only did, I think, the top ten, as I recall. Yeah, so. right.
0: And I know it's only so many of them. Yeah,
1: right? yeah. It, it was really cool because yeah, you like Eli was on a heater on night two, and he OJ this double going into the quad, and then ab cased the ever loving shit out of the, the quad. Somehow, rode away from it because like most of us would have died. And that was like a big topic because like, I think he dropped back to 7th or 8th in Super Bowl that night. So yeah. Was, I think maybe even 10th. I think he had 10th place gate pick.
0: And just, So is that what Super Bowl is, gate pick? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So that's, so it means something but doesn't mean everything. Right. See,
4: I think that I think that first place should get an extra point.
0: I'm, I'm not and, and opposed they, to that. If they, if they
4: did it in our series. Sure.
0: Yeah. Certainly not opposed to that. And a gate pick too would be cool. Like the top 10 gate yeah. pick. And yeah. if you're the fastest in Super Bowl, you get a point. Well, yeah, That'd be cool.
4: Because then they'd be throwing it out for that extra point. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: it was a really, really cool experience. I um, sh- hope you guys, if you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. There's some good racing. Got a few minutes before we get Cullen on. And I just a couple of the cool stories, because I don't really want to do too much after the interviews. tonight. I want to go to bed. I'm, like I said, I'm sick guys. Sorry. Um, kind of making up or whatever we want to call it with Coop. I think Coop's going to come back on the show. We got that straightened out. He said he was never really upset with me. Just a little bit of a miscommunication.
0: So, Did he admit that you don't bug him like –
1: no, but I, I called him out and said, hey, man, I, I only had you on like six times in three years, twice a year. And I might have asked you more than that. But but if you're, if you're not responding or if you're saying, hey, I can't do it this week, I don't know that that means you don't want to do it. So we, we were kind of just busting on each other a little bit. But we're, I think we're cool. And uh, we had, I had a pretty funny moment with JB because Vital has the reputation, you know, of posting stuff or whatever that they shouldn't.
4: I'm, I'm not you know I'm not trying to stop you. You can keep doing your yeah, thing. Keep, Just I know, keep going.
1: Anyway, so JB was telling Steve and me about some stuff that he's kind of planning on doing this year, and he looked at me and he goes, I don't want to see that on Vital. I was like, too late. It's already up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, we're, we're voice recording straight to Vital. So uh, anyway, we had some good times. And again, if you guys listen to Pulp, we're recording the show the same night as Pulp is doing his show. It's going to be a topic of conversation. I'm going to have to call in some of the things that happen. Yeah. We don't really have time to get into it right now because we got to get Cullen on. But yeah, it was a little bit of a shit show for me with uh, logistics.
0: And since we don't have like a distributor sponsor at, at the moment, um, Motors, Motorsports has on their oh. YouTube channel uh, that dri- uh, Driven to Ride, uh-huh. I think is what it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drive to Ride. I not it so, yet, but yeah. You'll need to watch it. It's on uh, the, the third episode, the one with rv and weimer and steve is at wolf creek lodge or whatever it's called yeah whatever something, something creek cl- i don't know if it's Wolf creek? creek
1: i think wolf creek is the place people go to the it's
0: snow skiing wolf oh, creek. I, I
1: thought that was the. what's the place called here in texas where they go do the water slides inside
0: oh i don't know wolf creek is anyway. is a is a ski resort but anyways this place is but
1: yeah yeah i don't know all right we're gonna take a commercial break we we'll be back with cullen park
5: What's up guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Intacam. I'm here to tell you about Aturibus USA. For decades, Aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM. Backstreet Kyle's hockey, TLD KCM, and Rocky Mountain KCM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to achirubiusa.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajo
1: Hey, Dad. Great race. All right, our first guest of the night is going to be brought to you tonight by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce Works-like products for the general public. With products like the industry standard Pro Launch Start device, the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized master cylinder covers, and much more, it's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. Tonight, Works Connections brings us Cullen Park. What's going on, Cullen?
5: Oh, not much. Just trying to get back in the routine, uh, traveling back from Paris, the time change. I know it's only six hours, but man, it's tough. I got up so early this morning. I was up at like four or five wide awake, so kind of bummed on that, but got to go ride tomorrow, so trying to get back on a time change.
1: Yeah, it was not an easy transition, and I actually got sick. I'm sick today, like really sick. So I don't know. I hope I didn't catch a bug or some crap, but I was hoping to do some riding this week to too, but I don't think it's going to happen. It was, it was a rough trip. Yeah. Well, yours, yours might've been rough, but I gotta say
5: mine was a lot of fun. I had a <laughs> fantastic time and I, uh, I actually got sick right before I went to Paris. So I'm hoping I don't get sick again.
1: Yeah. I think you, you ended up fourth overall, right? In Supercross SX2? Uh, yes. Fourth overall. Yeah. So you, I think if I'm not mistaken, you went five, eight, three on night one, two, three, nine on night two. And yeah, I mean, it worked out. You, you improved your riding throughout the weekend what was it that you felt like you were learning um to be honest so
5: i made some suspension changes uh before racing started and i'll be honest i didn't actually touch my bike uh one time once racing started once the gate dropped i just i'm not the type who really likes to change a lot so once i once i started racing i'm just like okay like my bike's clearly rideable now i just need to uh adapt to whatever comes my way and to be honest, the first two races, I just got some bad starts, and the one I got eighth in, I was coming through the pack, and as I tried to make a pass for fifth, I just washed the front, like just a simple little crash, and ended up eighth, and that hurt me on night one, even for a for a podium, and then came out of the gate finally um, pretty good in the final main, and dude, like I had a really good race. I felt like uh, blos and Jace were right in front of me, and we had like a good battle there for a little bit. I felt like I. Honestly, left some out there on the table. I'm like, man, I, I think I should have got gone better than third, and uh, it it kind of kept me up at night the <sighs> the night in between the race. I didn't go to bed till like two or three. I was just laying in my bed, just hyped up, like, I'm like, dude, I just want to go race right now. Like, I feel like I left some out there, and uh, the next day showed up, and I just felt good right off the right off the rip. And practice uh, was much better for me. I always struggle in qualifying, um, something I'm really trying to work on going into the 23 Supercross season. And, uh, I was fourth in qualifying and <clears throat> first race came. I, I ripped a really good start, like best one of the week. I was almost first going to the turn, but I came out like third or fourth, made some quick pass in the second. I'm like, dude, I can win this main. Like, come on. And I was, I felt like I was riding good And Moss, dude. I don't know what he ate or what he <laughs> did overnight, but he was a different guy the second night. Cause he was leading and I'm like, okay, I'm, I can pass this guy. I'm going to win it. And he like, I, I would, I was better than him on like half, half of the track. And then, man, he was crushing the whoops. I'll give it to him. He was riding really good. And, um, he just, he kept me on or I tried to keep him honest the whole race and man, the mistake never came that I was hoping for. So got second in that one right behind him. And second race was kind of the same, but third. And, uh, so going into the final race, I'm like, okay, like I have a shot at the overall. I know Moss had a one, one, I had a two, three um but i'm like anything can happen i mean look at blows he had i want to say prince of paris kind of wrapped up in yep. a sense and uh ended up dnf and you know so i first lap i just i got a bad start and completely blame myself i just put myself in a bad situation and off the finish line um thomas doe my teammate actually he had landed off the right side and um like just went in cut over to go to the inside and i had over jumped the finish line by like just a smidge like not much and I just couldn't hit the brakes fast enough and I hit them and high sided and went down. So bent my bars and that was first lap of the race. So I was dead, dead last. <laughs> and from that point on, I was just trying to do what I could. And I made as many passes as I could. And I ended up ninth. I was so disappointed. I just, I had a podium, uh, for, I thought for sure, you know, and even with the ninth, I, I missed a podium on Sunday night by one point, And then I don't know, uh, had I gotten second or third or first maybe in the last main, I don't know if I would ended up third overall with blows because obviously he crushed it night one. Like, yeah. holy smokes, that dude was good. Um, so, but yeah, I ended up P4. Not at all what I wanted. Obviously, I really wanted to go to Paris and get a podium, but I got to say, I I was really happy with my riding. I just got to clean up those couple mistakes because ultimately they definitely cost me.
0: So going over there and your team everybody goes over, but did they bring a a whole bike or is it just suspension and grips and graphics and stuff? Or how does that Um, work out? y'all?
5: So actually I was on a completely different team over there. So luckily enough, uh, my team here, Phoenix racing Honda, they were kind enough to even let me go. Like that opportunity is not something I want to pass up. And uh, luckily they were so cool with me going over David and Heath. uh, They're, they're actually all for it. Just that's like an experience of a lifetime. And plus just, I'm the type of guy that the more I race, the better. So, right. um, team Honda SR over there, they, uh, they supplied me with the bike team. Just dude, they were all so good. They just uh, brought me with open arms and I felt like family right off the, right off the go. You know, we were cracking jokes with the little English that they knew and, uh, <laughs> they were teaching me some French language, whether it was good or bad, it was still fun. And, uh, I ended up bringing my suspension bars and my clutch perch, uh, Just to uh, to have the same feel from uh, my bike here in America, and um, yeah, I mean, I felt pretty comfortable right off the right off the go from press day.
1: Oh, cool! What kind of clutch purse is it?
5: Uh, I I want to say it's a works connection one, actually. There
0: there you
1: go. Nice. That's uh, that's what I was hoping to hear. So, and
0: my other question was the the whoops that everybody kept talking about over there. Are y'all like obviously they were big? Is that what y'all are y'all practicing on stuff like that during the week? Um, yeah, so Club MX, actually, uh, I'm originally from
5: Florida, but I've moved to North Carolina now just to be with the team. It's much easier. We ride at Club MX and Club MX has built some big whoops, but I will be honest, those whoops in Paris were the biggest whoops I've ever hit. Um, Club MX, actually, I will say their whoops are bigger, but they're a little bit more rolled on the top, like a bit round, where the whoops in Paris were so steep. And, uh, the second, the second practice on the first day we had the two fifteen minute practices. uh, The second, or I mean, the first day, second practice. I literally, out of the fifteen minutes of practice, I maybe got through the whoops two or three times clean. And the two or three times I got through, I would mess up somewhere else on the track. <laughs> oh. And then finally, I'm like, okay, like I have to just go for it in these whoops. I I went in just full commit. Feet came off. I was super manning, and cool. I was like, oh my! Like I'm so embarrassed right now of myself. <laughs> the fact that I can't hit whoops, like. I'm not claiming to be James Stewart through the Wolves, like, but all last year in East Coast, I got through the Wolves like, perfectly yeah. fine. In Paris, that second practice, you would have thought I'd never hit a set of Wolves before. It was so bad. They were gnarly.
1: Yeah, they were big. Uh, I mean, J- JB and Kenny made them look like nothing, but most of the guys were were struggling. Yeah, that's the most
5: disappointing part. You're sitting there on the sideline, and they they basically just hit it straight away. And <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, when I hit those, I know I don't look like that. So this is uh, this is a bummer,
1: <laughs> right?
4: You know, I was just kind of wondering what what a race like this in the off season kind of does for you, and like how like does it give you something to come back and work on, and how does it prepare you for the upcoming supercross season?
5: Yeah, exactly. Like for me, um, I'm the type like when I'm training, I always just want something to like work for. Uh, like, I mean, you start, you start training for East coast back in October and that's so many months to just go with no racing. And so for me to have Paris, it gave me like that, that, that extra motivation, uh, I guess you could say, where I'm like, okay, I have something to work for. I want to go race. I want to go do good. So I've been, um, I've been putting my head down for the past few weeks. And like I said before, I, I feel like the better, the more racing I get, the better I get. Um, so yeah, I try to race as much as I can. And so even doing that. Um, it felt good to see that. I feel like I've definitely made some progress in my racing, uh, since this past season of supercross. So see that it, uh, it just kind of fuels the fire a little bit more. I'm getting back on the bike tomorrow here in the States and, uh, right back to work. And now obviously I won't race again until Houston. So I for sure know I need to work more on whoops and get those starts dialed. Cause I'm definitely looking to make that jump for this upcoming, uh, supercross season and be more in the mix. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of hard work, but I'm up for the challenge.
1: Yeah, I think this year your best race, if I'm not mistaken, was ninth in Foxborough, and you had a tenth in Indy, which are you yeah. know not. It's a pretty good showings for a, a rookie, right? That's not like a factory level racer. I don't think that's bad, but obviously you want more than that. Uh, and Phoenix is a good team, the Honda, Phoenix Racing Honda team. You got your teammates Jace Owen and Cody Shock. Those guys are all very experienced. What's it like riding with those guys? Are you learning anything from them? Not even just the riding stuff, but day in, day out, leading up to a race. Are those guys helping you any?
5: Yeah, I'm learning a lot from them. And honestly, last year, uh, having Kyle Peters and even still having Kyle, uh, dude, my man has so much wisdom, obviously. And also, uh, Heath Harrison, he's the team manager of the team he had. I mean, I think he raced for 10 years professionally. So those guys have been such a big help for me, honestly, like at the track, just, just those little things that you don't even think of. And also even at like the races, the stuff you don't sometimes think of, uh, yeah, they've been a huge help and just being around them and, uh, shoot Jason KP have quite a bit of, uh, age on me. So I probably annoy them a lot with, <laughs> I like to ask a lot of questions, but I don't feel like you get better if you don't ask them, you know? So right, right. yeah, to answer your question, they've been a huge help for me, all of them. And, uh, we all work really well together too, so it it makes it so fun going to the track. We just cut up a lot, and uh, I don't know. To me, the I'm, I said this this weekend, but the more fun I have, the better I do. So of course, we try to keep it light, and uh, yeah, we all. I feel like we all enjoy what we do. That's for sure.
1: You mentioned training at uh, club, which the Phoenix Racing Team has a really good relationship with Club MX, and you guys have been training out there for a while. So that also means there's other guys around, like Jeremy Martin, and of course Phil and. Uh, March Bank, so that's other guys to maybe pull some information. Do you ha- also have a pretty good relationship with the club guys? If you get along, you hang out?
5: Yeah, uh, honestly I don't really hang out much with them outside of riding, but okay. all all the guys are really cool. Like I, I'm the type of, type of guy I try to get along with everybody and so I, I don't have any problems with anyone and I actually like Phil Nicoletti a lot. I know he comes across as as a uh, little angry guy, but no, I, <laughs> yeah. I actually really enjoy being around Phil. I think he's funny and um anytime he's he's mad i kind of just laugh with him so yeah they're they're all really cool and everyone's open to questions and now even having jeremy there uh he'll make you feel guilty because the guy wants to do 200 laps a day even when you're dead so uh, i think it's good to have them around and yeah i mean dude the level each day we have basically a main event going on there's so many guys in the track it's so broken down so that's what i really like about being there is how realistic the track gets on race day, so you show up and when the whoops are that cupped or the corners have eight ruts and them cutting down like literally club gets like that every day, so that's what's really enjoyable about being
1: there sounds like a blast yeah <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. No. it's it makes it tough, but it <laughs> makes race day much easier
4: for sure, you know, so you kind of mentioned the some of those things that you've gotten from club and those guys i kind of kind of talk about your team a little bit as well what do what are some of the advantages that Honda team gives to you and maybe some of the things that you've experienced working with uh, Martine?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, the team has been really good with me, especially last year or this past season, being a rookie. Uh, they were super helpful with me. And now this year, uh, I think our bike's going to be much better. I actually, tomorrow will be my first day on uh, not quite the whole new motor package, but a good bit of it. And uh, so I think we'll actually have a much better bike next year, which I'm so stoked about. Like I felt like our bike last year was already pretty good. So I think next year our bikes that much better and uh, it's just going to make, make race day, I think even more fun. So yeah, I didn't want to, I had the option to get on some of the new parts before going to Paris, but I didn't want to do it just because I knew going to Paris, I wouldn't be on that stuff. So I just wanted to practice on what i what I figured I would be racing on in Paris. So yeah i'm really stoked about that tomorrow and just a fresh week and to answer your question though yeah um our team's been working with honda a little bit as well like the hrc guys i think they they're able to ask questions and they've also been uh pretty helpful with the team uh just guiding us in the right direction so that's really cool seeing uh seeing them all work together it makes those riders have that uh a little bit more confidence you know
1: yeah and barring injuries I expect some really good results out of that team all three of those guys I mean jace looked really good this weekend obviously he has a couple of things to work on uh and cody's cody's ready to go i think so yeah I think there's gonna it's the team's gonna be good you know podiums i hope right I don't know maybe not so much wins, but you never know but I think it's gonna be a team that's gonna be a threat
5: yeah i I would definitely agree with that i think we're I mean, we still have, uh, what, two, three months until we go racing, but, um, yeah, I think all three of us will be in a really good spot. And I think we're all kind of fired up this year, to be honest, Mm -hmm. we're all being able to ride together and stuff. That's just going to push us each day. And, uh, yeah, the level each day of riding is going to be like race day. And that's something I'm really trying to, uh, work with because, growing up, I was just always kind of just going to go ride by myself. And um, I think it would lack with my aggression. So I'm trying to get, get more fired up, you know, and I I felt like I had a bit of that in me in Paris. So that was one thing I was happy about. And yeah, like you're saying, I think, I think we're in a all three of us will be in a really good spot when the gate drops come Houston.
1: Yeah, you mentioned a little while ago that str- you, you've always had an issue struggling in qualifying. And you gotta get better at that. But how? How do you get better at that? What is it about qualifying that you struggle with?
5: Um, if if I had the answer, I probably wouldn't be talking about it. But <laughs> okay. no. uh, good point. it's just it's just uh to me, I think it's just shutting your brain off a little bit. I mean, you watch Even Jet last year, like in qualifying, I mean, let's be real, he had some really sketchy moments, right? Like, I think you just have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable on the track. Uh, I think, in all honesty, in qualifying, if you watch a lot of the guys, um, sometimes they're in control. And I would say 60% of the time, they probably don't know how they did it either. So, that's, uh, I think that's something I just need to get more comfortable with my style's always been like, uh, where I don't really make many mistakes. So that's what I've been trying to break and, uh, being okay with dropping an elbow and getting a little sketchy.
4: <laughs> right on. You know, so one, one of the qu- kind of questions I'd like to go to is I was, I like to see, how old are you? what oh yeah yeah that, that's the inside joke Colin. Sorry. yeah I, you know what's funny is i i almost uh asked an age earlier and i, I quickly <laughs> shut my mouth but uh so one thing i like to do is like i kind of want to see how you would compare yourself now to maybe like your rookie season and w- maybe like what a defining moment was for you
5: um that's a really good question but thank you for me <laughs> um Oof, <laughs> it's hard you. to say, but I got to say, um, Daytona was a really good race for me. That was the third race of the season. And although on paper I had two races, it was Daytona and Detroit where I had, it was like an 18th and 19th on paper. It was obviously horrendous, but Daytona, it was, uh, I didn't make the triple crown off. So it was technically my second race and I was running 11th for over half of the main and I ended up getting taken down. And then the following weekend crashed again. So I was like, man, so went to Indy and I got that first top 10. Um, And that, that was like a good turning point for me. Cause when I got the top 10, like, yeah, it's 10th. It's not that great. But for me, just being inside the top 10, I was like pretty happy with, and it just kind of gave me that next little step. And then obviously that whole shot at Foxborough was like, I would say obviously the highlight of my year. Right. I mean, I got to lead the lap and see the pace and, I ran third in that race for, I want to say like five minutes. And so that was, uh, I would say that was for sure. Like the turning point for me, although I only had one race after that left, um, just, just being that far up in the front and in the, in the group was like, wow, like, okay, this is what it's like. And I really enjoyed being up there obviously. So yeah, for sure. I would have to say, um, Indy and, and Foxborough obviously, but Daytona, Although the result wasn't good, it kind of gave me that spark where I was like, "Wow, okay, like I'm, I, I can be up here," you know?
1: Right. And you ended the year they gave you the rookie of the honor, uh, rookie of the year honors.
5: Yes, yes, I did get rookie of the year, so that was a pretty big deal for me as well as the team. You know, it was the first time for both of us, obviously, to get that. So that was uh, that was really cool for me.
1: And outdoors, didn't you ride four fifties for Phoenix? I did. I raced. Um, Thet
5: so Phoenix doesn't normally race outdoors, and with me being a rookie, I'm like, uh I just don't want to go all summer without racing uh I would have loved to have raced two fifty I would' have loved to have raced all twelve outdoors, but just being a bigger kid, uh it was just easier for us to go take a four fifty outdoors and I raced six of them. Unfortunately, we had some just crazy uh problems happening at the races, like just stupid um little bike problems that we couldn't figure out like it was like like just baffling what was going on to us it was almost like comical at the end of the season we we're like dude like we don't we don't know like what is going on so uh, i only had like two decent results out of the out of the year i got 15th or 14th at southwick i don't remember exactly and then the my final round at iron man i went seventeen fifteen, i believe uh definitely far from where you want to be but Uh, For my first year, and man, 450 class this year, it it got even stronger as the season went on. So it was a tough year, but uh, ultimately, it's just going to help me, and it made me a better rider, you know? So just being able to race the six outdoors was uh, helpful because, man, watching it on TV, it feels long, but when you're out there racing two 35-minute motos, you are like, wow. By the end of the second moto, you are tongue in the spokes just holding on for dear life.
0: You didn't want to spend the summer hopping on a four wheeler. I know Phoenix Racing does the quad racing. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, they do that as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm down for anything. I really wanted to go and race the G, the last GNC at Ironman, but uh, since I was racing Paris, I needed to focus on Supercross.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I did that race, and uh, my my boss Michael Lindsay, actually raced it on your team. He rode the Phoenix yes. Honda. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Yep.
5: Michael. Michael was there, and I heard he had a heck of a time racing. So. I was kind of laughing cause I tried one last year and I know the feeling.
0: So that means that you wanted to, as you get more established in racing and you get free time in the off season, are we going to, you're going to be one of the riders that starts to hit these like off season, different races, the cross country, different or the, disciplines, different disciplines, ISD, whatever it's called. <laughs> ISD. Uh, yeah.
5: Yeah. ISD. Yep. Uh, I would love to, I mean, I, I like racing, uh, the, like I've already said, the more racing for me, the better. And no matter what it is, I'm kind of into it. So, yeah, I mean, shoot, if there was even more uh, Supercross off season races, you would you would see me there if I was able to.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you might be able to get some more next year with World Supercross and Super Motocross going a little bit longer, and who knows? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Exactly. To me, it's just I don't know. I'm training. Um, like I enjoy training, but when you have a purpose to train, it just makes it that much better, you know. And then getting able to just I don't know just flying to the race and that I don't know that stuff just gets me so fired up and when you go to a race and the opening ceremonies or whatever I just I love that stuff
1: Uh, I could see it in your face this weekend like you are definitely a happy kid uh you were really excited just to talk to everybody and always seem to be up obviously it was just one weekend but I kind of saw that in your personality that you definitely are fired up to be there and just loving everything about it
5: yes yeah no that's me for sure I this past year, even racing supercross, I was the same way. I uh, and the, <laughs> I actually have a funny story from uh, Paris on Sunday. I read the the paper wrong about what time I practice, and for whatever reason, I thought I practiced at eleven forty. Well, <laughs> come to find out, I was at eleven twenty. Yeah. And my hotel was right across the street. I was in there. I was on the bicycle warming up in the hotel gym. No rush. It's eleven o'clock. I'm like, man, I still got 40 minutes. Like, I'll just show up early, like 30 minutes early. I'll just talk. Like, um, I just really enjoyed being at the race, so I show up. I'm in security line. Just take my time, no rush at all. Get in the doors. It's 11:13, and and uh, people from the team are like looking for me. They're like, oh, where you been? Where you been? Because I forgot my phone in the hotel room actually. And uh, someone, oh, Eric Sorby, was like, yeah, everyone's looking for you. So I get there, they're like, they're like pointing at their wrist because they don't speak English very well, obviously. And I'm like, guys, no stress. Like I ride at 1140. I still got 30 minutes. Like, I don't know why you guys are freaking out. I walk into the rig and Thomas Doe, my teammates in there. And at this point it's 1115. I'm like, why is everyone rushing? We still have so much time. He says, no, we're at 1120. (laughs) Dude, I threw my gear on so fast. My brother and sister were there. Like I felt like I was four years old. They were helping me get ready. I literally put my gear on in two minutes and still made it down to practice on time. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I just did that. So I went from just being all chill, like walking in, still talking to everybody. Like I had all the time in the world and come to find out I had a total of about seven minutes before I was on the track. Full
1: panic. I heard that from somebody. I don't remember who it was, Jace Owen or somebody else was talking about it, that. You showed up late and had to rush because yeah, you got mixed up. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Great. It was
5: just a bonehead move.
1: Yeah. A uh, couple more questions for you. Just what what can we expect out of you for 23? Like you, you obviously you want to improve. You're qualifying. There's some things you want to do better. In your head, what are your goals for 23?
5: Uh, My goals for 23 is uh, obviously be the best version of myself. And like I said, I want to have a lot of fun because that's what I'm going to race the best. But uh, excuse me, the results wise, I wanted to make that jump. Uh, I want to be more of like a seven to ten guy uh, consistently in the top 10 where last year I obviously only got the one, the ninth and 10th. So I want to be more like in the seven to 10 and shoot, maybe even later in the year, you, you get a good start. You put yourself in a good position and crack into a top five, you know? So, okay. I, like um, it. I gotta be realistic. Obviously last year, um, uh, my results weren't the best, but I had the two top 10. So you can't expect to go from being a 10th place guy to obviously like being consistent in the top five. Right. So, definitely trying to be reasonable with my goals. And I feel like being a seven to 10 guy is a, is the next step for me. And uh, from then on, you know, we, we keep building, but yeah, for me, those are my, those are my uh, main goals.
1: Okay. Last thing I want to ask you about, I was kind of creeping on your Instagram, just seeing if there's anything interesting to bring up tonight. And I saw that you, you were on the Hawaii trip with chase in Kauai. (laughs) And I want to ask you about your basketball post, man. You say you like the best basketball player in Kauai, are you, are you a experienced basketball player or was it just a good day?
5: Uh, not one bit. Am I a good basketball <laughs> okay. player, but you got to fake it till you make it sometimes. Right. I mean, Hey, I got some height to me. Yeah, I'm six two. So that's about the only thing I got going for mm. me in basketball and I'm left-handed. So, you know, like seeing a lefty, you know, might throw a little bit of, throw a little bit of flair in there. Sure. And, uh, but really, you know, I just had those those shirtless basketball pictures that I just wanted to post from Hawaii, you know? Yeah. So I had to throw a little confidence in there saying I was
1: the best basketball player. Yeah. I saw somebody, I don't remember who it was, that asked, like, do you ever wear a shirt? And I was like, that's, I get that all the time because I'm yeah. always, always shirtless. That's, yeah. Well, sh-
5: shirts are dumb. And also, I mean, I'm from Florida. So, yeah. I got a, I got a pretty good tan on me, you know, <laughs> trying to show off the tan. And plus, uh, it was. We we're in Hawaii. I mean, we we're on vacation. You shouldn't even. You shouldn't even have to have a shirt.
0: You know. Call. It's weird when you walk into the studio. He's already in here. Doesn't have a shirt on. He's sitting behind the desk. You don't know what he has on below the desk. It's just really weird when he's sitting yeah. over there talking to you face to face, and it looks like he's sitting there butt naked. So I mean, right. yeah.
5: I mean, a you got to run with it, and I <laughs> I actually get trouble at the races sometimes because I'll I'll just walk out of the semi in my underwear. I'm just so used to like being in my underwear, or shorts, or whatever. You know, I don't even <laughs> think I'm at a supercross with thousands of people, maybe I should right. put some clothes
1: on, but hey, I feel, I feel you
4: as long as you're not showing your butthole, like RV did. Oh, wait a I minute. Be speaking right.
1: of, well, speaking of tell that story. Yeah. I was just from <laughs> oh, to God, say, I... I mean,
5: I, I kind of did that this weekend for, for the world to see. I, my pants, they didn't even break. The buckle just came undone. And, uh, somehow when my pants dropped it, it also brought my underwear. So, I was racing, and I'm like, okay, I, my pants definitely have dropped, and I feel my cheeks <laughs> over on my seat, but I'm hoping that you somehow can't see, and yeah. I came off the track and instantly just saw a bunch of pictures, pictures and I was like, wow. Wow. That stinks, but you know what? Since it happened, Literally. you just have to run with it now. So I even like posted about it like it's at this point it's kinda funny. So basically um,
0: Anderson needs to step his game up. Cause... Oh yeah, it's way more aggressive <laughs> than Anderson. This on it's on my Instagram. Yeah, it's on my Instagram. I don't think I'm gonna go to some dude's Instagram to check his butt crack out. I'm just Well, sorry. just <laughs> look
1: at the other pictures. Hey. There's like five there's like five. You just swipe right yeah. and eventually there's a butt crack. Yeah, I think I'll skip yeah. it. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's it's full it was fully out unfortunately, but hey I I don't know. I it just happened so
1: Scotty just looked at it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was another one like where one of the writers was like, Oh yeah, I'm back there and all I see is all I see is Cullen's butt crack Dude, not <laughs> not
4: many guys can say that they've moon some moon to europe and, a, yeah. and a, over a triple like that's he right. got that oh, man yeah
5: <laughs> that's true that's true and of course it was the race that i uh down saturday night my best race of the night too so i was on camera more and
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah just
5: fully just showing the world all what all i was about
1: awesome man yeah well hey dude it was really getting uh really cool to get to visit with you a little bit this weekend and do a couple of interviews with you and uh, i love your personality man so i look for big things come east coast Yeah. Thank you.
5: And, uh, thank you for, uh, having the time for me. And also I'm, I'm going to, uh, be dropping a YouTube video from Paris. I'm really trying to, I'm trying to show my personality more because last year I always got taken like I was super serious. And (laughs) to me, I'm not, I'm not the most serious person, uh, once you get to know me. So yeah, I'll be having some YouTube videos coming out here soon too. So what's your YouTube channel?
0: You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, What's your channel?
5: uh my uh, yeah i'll be posting it but it's just my name cullen park oh, yeah. on my YouTube.
0: awesome
1: cool we'll get people to yeah. check it out and uh look forward to it man uh it's great talking to yeah. you
5: yeah yeah thank you guys very much for having me on and uh have a good rest of the show
1: you too man anytime uh you want to come on let us know we'll get you back on
5: thank you i appreciate it have right. a good night guys You too.
1: See ya. all right thanks to cullen park for coming on yeah cool kid right i mean yeah i don't know how we kind of never got him on the show last year
0: just because
4: you hate people
1: well, maybe mm. maybe I mean, you guys know me. I'm hey, mm-hmm. Just not a people person at all. Not yeah, at all. No,
4: he was he was very into it. He was cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of the listeners
0: were like, like, like the interview. He yeah. was a cool kid. So good
1: deal, good deal. Go follow him. Check out his YouTube when it comes out. He's, I think he's going to be pretty good. You know, I, I don't know that I see him podium. I mean, he could, but realistically, probably not. Yeah. But we'll see him improve from last year, hopefully. And that's it. Phoenix Honda is a good team. Phoenix Racing Honda's mm. got good bikes. Got good riders. So yeah, hopefully it's gonna be a good spot for him and maybe, you know, maybe within a couple of years we see him just continue to improve. Commercial break, we'll be back with Alex Ray. That's right.
2: If you're like most racers, you've dreamed about riding a Works bike with all the trick parts. Since 1989, Works Connection has been producing works like products for the general public. When Steve Lampson and Team Peak split fire pro circuit used Works Connection in nineteen ninety, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry's standard Pro Launch Start device is used by many of the teams, such as factory HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Pep Suzuki, and many more. shot specialist Vince Fries, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust works connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, engraved master cylinder covers, and much more at worksconnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions.
1: Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose racetech for their superior performance reliability and their customer service
5: hey guys what's up my name is kate Clayson, and i choose racetech because i love their desire to strive for perfection i think we all know that perfection is not possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal and i think that is something that both myself and racetech have always worked towards and i think they can help you get there too
3: hey guys this is alex ray i use Tech components in my SGV suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys our Team of Solitaire. If you don't own
5: Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a wall. Racetech.com. What's up guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Tech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out.
1: Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save.
2: When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Brian Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roost, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit eksbrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. Check your local dealership for X-Brand goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand. Choose X-Brand because we said so. And we're hot. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, we're back. Our next guest of the night is brought to you by Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use that promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Our next guest used to be on Racetech. He has moved on, but that's okay. We still like him. Alex Ray, what's up, dude? Uh, not much, man.
3: Uh, just fighting this jet lag. Um, yeah. Like you said, race tech past uh, three years, I think, you know, with the with the team that I was on prior. But uh, like you said, I am moved on. But okay. It's okay. still love all those guys over there. They're awesome.
1: Yeah. Checkers and the boys are great. Uh, let's talk about this weekend. Look, you went over there. You've you've said this. You got to make some money, right? You, I think maybe a lot of people think, hey, you're a professional racer. You probably make enough to live all year, but that's not the case. You got to make these races. You got to find ways to make money in the off season. Uh, so you went to Europe. You went to Australia. You went to Paris. Neither one of them really went how you wanted, but you made a few bucks.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, neither one of them really did. You know, uh, you know, the first one there got knocked out five seconds into the first main <laughs> and then uh, and then yeah this this one uh at paris first day went super rough you know with my chain breaking in the whoops crashing in the whoops uh um you know my knees swelled up charlie horse or frog my legs um you know just crashing just dumb stuff
1: over the triple but, uh,
3: yeah second night went a lot better no crashes but uh was definitely off the pace definitely rusty um, but like, you know, I just wanted to do laps. I just wanted to ride and, uh, and, and have fun. You know, it was, uh, it was still a great experience. Um, you know, I was, it was, uh, it, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun to say the least. I, you know, I tried, uh, you know, uh, pushing a little bit and then I kind of kept getting sketchy, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, my, uh, we went in with a little bit of a softer setting with my suspension thinking it was going to be a hybrid track um not super peaky but we were wrong um so yeah went all the way in on the clickers and and, you know made the best of it
1: yeah the one moment where you almost looped out in the whoops I was like oh like you were just it was just a rough night you were coming off the track just like you said trying to survive um can you take anything away from this weekend that you can be positive on other I mean obviously you say your wrist never really you. that's a positive yeah
3: that's pretty much like the only positive right um like, yeah like you guys uh like you mentioned my wrist uh it's been tough you know between both my wrists i've had 10 surgeries here in the past couple of years just, um you know like seven just on one of them uh in my bad one and uh it's it's been a lot to come back from um but yeah like i was stoked uh, melbourne it was it was a bit sore i think afterwards but but uh but this race like i had no issues with it um and yeah, I mean I I was stoked on that. Uh, that was pretty much my only takeaway. You know, um, like I said, I was I was a little bit sketched out um with my suspension being soft. I didn't really want to push too hard. I was off the pace. Um but hey, we, we did the laps. I was a little bit skittish in the whoops just with, you know, my chain break in and, and stuff, so I just went I just stuck with the jump line, even though I, I crashed with the jump line that one time. But uh yeah, it was uh it, it was definitely a tough weekend, um, tough mentally, just not being where I wanted to be. Sure. Um, but uh, all in all, I'm in one piece still. I mean, my knees swelled up like a bowling ball still. I could barely get up the stairs. But uh, but yeah, like you said, I was in a lot of pain. But uh, just taking away that, hey, my wrist is it, it's getting there. So I, I'm stoked on that.
0: So we were talking about before the show and everything about you coming on and And I was talking to Jamie about you being over there. And I'm like, maybe sometimes A-Ray just needs to back it down a little bit and finish. And and he made a comment where maybe backing it down for you and your style is actually worse because then you have weekends like this where, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like that.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, sometimes, you know, backing it down and writing the way I did, it's just like, it's so mentally shitty. Like yeah. it, it just, it, the the amount of like the mental side of racing and backing it down and, and, you know, and, and being off the pace, it almost hurts me worse than going out there and wadding my shit up, giving it a hundred percent. Because at least like if I'm wadding my shit up, getting sketchy, I know that I've given it a hundred percent.
4: You know what I mean? Yeah. Makes sense. So, um, hey, Ray, I kind of just wanted to get like your overall, you know, opinion about the, the whole supercross in euro whether it was the world supercross and or the you know the races you did here or even the ones you did in australia like just talk about some of the things that you thought of like the fans the tracks or what you know whatever uh
3: so melbourne like i mean uh it was it was great like the atmosphere was awesome the whole world supercross thing i didn't know what to think coming in i'd never done one of those uh or i hadn't done the first one um so um yeah i mean it was a new team you know different whole different atmosphere but I, I liked it it was these these races that are overseas they're very low pressure um you know like there you go there you have fun you you get to experience uh things outside of racing if you show up a little bit early you can go and adventure you see stuff that you've never seen before you can i mean you're traveling the world riding your motorcycle right like it's something that you have to like sit back and and realize even though like the racing may be shitty you know, the, uh, you, the, the outcome or the result might not be what you want, or you you might be struggling on race day, but at the same time, like you're in a different country, somewhere that you've never been before. You get to experience, you know, the cities, the different people, the languages, the, the different foods, you know, if, if you're okay, if your stomachs can handle it, um, or, you know, just like the whole different vibe of, of, racing a motorcycle in a different country
0: so um, what you know, you're saying is is when you go to these other countries sometimes it's kind of important just to see what's there and go see things you may never get to see again yeah
3: yeah i mean you know like <laughs> you know i'm i'm yeah i was young and able to ride a motorcycle in different countries you Cause, know
0: because your boy and, over here didn't do that he spent the whole time just hanging out with people he would hang out here with instead of going to see the eiffel well, tower or any
1: of that i stuff. was working tj I- uh-huh he yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's understandable,
3: you know, with with his job. I mean, he's probably going to be able to go back there, you know, numerous times, you I, know, like for years to come he's, now. So he's probably gonna get fired. So <laughs> that that's something that's that's good for him. You know, me, I'm on my back end of uh, of riding a dirt bike, so who knows if I'll ever get that opportunity. I mean, yeah, I could go to Paris, but not to race a motorcycle. You yeah, know what I mean? Cool. Um, So yeah, it was it was an awesome experience. You know, I had my fiance there as well you know she was she had been to paris before so she kind of you know was like a little bit of my tour guide right so like we experienced all kinds of different foods um you know we went to some cool places wine um seen a lot of cool things so i i really just took it all in outside of That's just awesome. being there right a motorcycle
1: how, how is my girl sam she's good
3: she's good she's back home uh just back to work you know just like all of us
1: I I don't know how you pulled that, dude.
3: I don't either. Uh, You know, that's why I locked it down. You're
4: you're going to let him get away with saying his girl, A-Ray? Yeah, I mean... Dude, we, uh, we all know Darkside Creep and everybody's who the chicks.
0: You do. Darkside is got a history of yeah. not doing anything inappropriate, but just kind of being on the verge of creepy with dudes' chicks. I'm just saying. Hey,
3: yeah, it's it's all it's all good. I, I haven't experienced. I've I've been single for so long. I haven't experienced it yet. So we'll see. Yeah, it's, all, it's
1: all good. It's all good. I, I don't have a chance with Sam, wait, so don't wait, worry. wait, any wait way, way, it's not worried. It's not going to stop me from so creeping, chick, though. What so your red chick says?
0: Well, I was talking to Darkside the other day. Oh, you're be like, Wait, what?
3: Dude, this dude you should read her dms she's got like old dudes in there always trying to be like her freaking sugar daddies all the time like hey like i'll pay you a salary to fucking hang out with me and shit like it's crazy she was trying to trust me
1: she was trying to like put me in contact with her best friend so
3: oh yeah oh yeah
1: we'll see how that goes same was was trying to take care of me but uh yeah. yeah so all right 2023 supercross right around the corner uh you're no longer with sgb do you have a plan?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Can, you, um, can you talk so, about it? <laughs> I got I pretty much, I got a new agent, uh, Don Maeda from Swap Moto Live. Uh, we're putting together something. Obviously going to be enjoying the ride with O'Neill. Um, so that's going to be good. I'm going to have like some of my same like sponsors, uh, you know, that I've had for, for quite a few years now, like, you know, O'Neill, HJC. Um, I'm going to be on Blue Crew. Uh, just got that whole deal um, sorted. I think like a little bit of it today. So that was Exciting. Uh, I'm still going to be on Maxis. Um, you know, we got some guys like uh, Pro Taper on board, uh, W Wheels, um, just a lot of great people, yeah. right? I mean, Don, he's helped me out, um, you know, over the years, and uh, we're putting a cool program together. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to get my bike to the East Coast for races right now, but uh, other than that, West Coast, I'll be out of my van. Who knows? I'm, I might get it wrapped. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, but
1: yeah, um, it's, uh, it's coming together pretty good. Blue crew, man. That's I, I'm sure your boy, Steve is super stoked on that.
3: Oh, I know. I, I'm excited. I shot him a text today. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm bleeding blue. I, I'm so ready to get that new 23. It's, it's freaking, oh man, I'm stoked.
1: That just means you have to perform now. You have no excuses.
3: I yeah. know, uh, right? Zero <laughs> excuses. I'm going to be on one of the best bikes out there. So yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be good.
4: You know, I, I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit of the if of you getting to ride for. Unfortunately, it was a brief experience, but you get into, you got to ride for the HEP Suzuki team, and I kind of wanted to know what you liked about that team and what you think they got going on, and like um, what your perspective is on where you think they're going to be in the next couple of seasons.
3: Yeah, so I mean, I rode for I rode for uh, Dustin and that HEP team back in 2019 for a full year. Uh, well, not outdoors, but Supercross only. Um, It was my best overall Supercross uh, result. Uh, I was 19th in points after Supercross. And, uh, you know, the team has grown and gotten way better since then. Um, You know, the platform they have with that Suzuki, I mean, yeah, it's a Suzuki. It's got a freaking kickstart on it. Everybody knows it. It's not that big of a deal. That bike is still one of the best cornering motorcycles you'll ever have and you'll ever ride. They have... Pretty much perfected that Suzuki. Almost, it seems like with their engine package, their electronics that they have on the bike, their suspension technology that they have with Showa, their suspension techs. Um, that bike is is an amazing motorcycle, yep. and that bike is it, that bike can win races.
1: They better like, have perfected it by now, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that
3: I, I'm saying that, like, yeah, that bike could win races. You know, sure. with Dustin, um, and Aaron, like everyone over there, they they work their butts off. You know they have good backing. They they surrounded themselves with with amazing people um, to work with them on a Suzuki, and uh, yeah, the, the, that bike was that bike is great.
0: we still going to get the um, Cade and A Ray battles, like updates and oh, stuff yeah. like that through Supercross.
3: Oh yeah, of course. We're, we're, right. we're hopefully we'll have those battles. Um, you know, uh, Cade he hasn't really missed many races uh, due to injury. Yeah, so I think he's he's got a little bit better base than I do. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, like I can find my legs a couple races in on the and and supercross and and really and really get there. You know, like I, I don't ha- have too many expectations for the first couple rounds. You know, just uh, I, I want to start slow and finish strong. Uh, you know, that's that's been kind of like uh, something that. That I've uh, struggled with in the past, like I, I start off a little too hot, and then you know I, I don't end as strong as I want to. So um, I want to I want to build uh, this next year and, and really do good. Hopefully, I kick his ass. There
4: awesome. you go. <laughs> uh, we we had a, a listener question. Sport and Wood wants to know if <laughs> if you're going to be able to compete with Chiz now that you're all on the same bike.
1: Nobody can compete with Chiz. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I hope
3: so. I mean, shit, I hope so. I mean, the Chiz is, he's, he's Kyle Chisholm. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of people forget that, I mean, yeah, he's old, but he rode, he's, he was a factory rider, the, like, almost the first 10 years of his freaking uh, pro career. You know, I mean, he's, he's been one of the guys, I mean, he's national number 11. Yep. Uh, for, I mean, that's his career number. So, uh, you don't just get a career number just by being, you know, just an average racer. So, He's uh, he's an amazing human being on a, on and off the bike, and I just hope that I can be somewhere close to him this year.
1: Well, all right, let's get it done, man. Let's get you healed up. We want to get a healthy season. I want to see you at every race, and just consistency, man. You know that's what it takes, and it's not easy, right? You could say that all day long, but actually performing it and making it being consistent is not always the easiest thing. But that's what we need out of you.
3: Yeah, I want to make it count. I want, to, yeah. I want to show up to every race. I want to get all this racing out of my system because this, uh, this is looking to be the farewell tour.
1: I don't like the sound of that. I yeah, don't say that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, I don't nah, like that. man, we're getting older. But we're you, getting older. We've
3: got to figure out what we're doing after racing. If right. you had
0: a good season this year and you met all your goals, I'm, all racers are the same. You're not going to be like, uh, you're going to be like, I, I can do that again and maybe get better.
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Hey Ray, he talked a little bit this week, and he's he's looking at the future. It, he's got to yeah. figure. He knows he has to figure his future out. And every racer comes to that point And I think he, it sounds like you've accepted that a little bit. That you know it's coming, and you got to be mature yeah. and figure that out.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, yeah, it's always it always comes to a point you can't do this shit forever. You right. know? yeah. I uh, it, it's to the point. I, I feel like it's to the point now to where like i've used my body up
4: mm-hmm.
3: and then some yeah so i feel like it's it's yeah it's getting there
1: <laughs> yeah and you can't live with kenny taco bell forever it's time to grow up <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah for <pretty> sure
1: <laughs> all right Avery, hey man thanks for jumping on here i know you're wore out i'm ready to go to bed i feel like i'm dying right now so uh yeah it's good talking to you It was really good hanging out with you this weekend and uh kind of helped me out with the food menu and getting to spend some time with your chick she's really cool and i, I am Legitimately, very very happy for you.
3: I appreciate it, man. Yeah, might not be winning on the track, but we're winning off. The track.
4: That's it. That's, yeah, that's all that sure.
1: matters. Good for you, man. Hey, Ray, I love you, brother. We'll talk to you soon.
3: All right, sounds good, man. All right, I'll let you. See yeah. yeah.
1: You guys were shaking your head, but I wasn't being like weird. I was just it was. You just, have a new nickname. A creep.
4: One of the listeners called you Creepside. Oh, Creepside.
1: Well, that's fine. Whatever. They um. That was, he's like he's, he's like Eeyore. No, it wasn't he's like. like yeah, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything creepy on that. I mean, I mean, I know I've made jokes before, and sometimes I do kind of yes. do those things on purpose, but that wasn't like that. Oh, I don't think it was. So the thing with A Ray,
0: I will say, is he has raw speed. If he could have had somebody early in his career tell him, "Hey, you don't have to die every time you're on the track." Yeah,
4: lighting the bottle, man. I mean, I'm saying, but, ca- but
0: you look at somebody it. like Chiz who. How often is Chiz on the ground? How often is Chiz picking his bike up out of the crowd? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, not
1: everybody's wired that way, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah
4: he, well, and like he said, you know, Chiz is a was a factory rider for a decade. I so. know, but
0: I'm just saying, like, I'm not. I, I don't think A Ray's had that
4: long of a career, right? Mm. Ten, ish years, yeah, yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. Has but, it been ten since he's been? I mean, pro? he's got to be 28,
1: 29. I, I, I don't know exactly how long his career's been, but he's been he? around for a while. while. Oh. I mean, look, think. I think we've been doing this show for seven years. He's been around since then. Yeah, probably at least two years before that. So yeah, he's he's got to be eight nine years in.
0: That's not bad, I guess. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like he has had that long of a career. Right. And it's been kind of a struggle the whole time. It's been up and down, that's for sure. Uh, Well,
4: not even going to bust TJ's balls about asking because he said it one time. I thought we were not supposed to ask that question anymore. I
1: don't mind it. It, it. I really don't mind that you ask it every time. But it was just, it was funny from Arizona that time when you asked me like 27 times in one day. I did not.
4: I did not ask you that many times. Okay, 25. 20. No, I did not.
1: How many riders did we talk to?
4: I did not ask every single one. Shut the hell up. <laughs> There's no way what I
0: What was asked he giggling everybody. about in the show earlier? He said something he like giggled in the middle of the show. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know. I
1: don't remember I was it's so funny though. <laughs> it's something on YouTube. Yeah. There was, yeah, you were definitely. Oh, I don't getting, know,
4: man. They, they've got, there's, it, it's we, been kind of crazy. One of our, yeah, one of our guys is is drinking straight gin and he's been very entertaining.
1: Okay. I'm about to wrap this stuff up. I'm going to take a shower and go to bed, but we're it,
4: not going to call into pulp.
1: Nah, I don't think so. But yeah, this is episode 249. Thanks to Alex Ray and Cullen Park. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Sherby's USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky. Firm Lords, Graphics, and Jersey ID, Shock Socks, Williams Motorworks, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Powerband Racing, True Fusion Sports, and Grill Your Ass Off. We appreciate all of our sponsors. Appreciate all of our listeners. Anything else, TJ, Scotty? No. Nope. Things we want to talk on? There's no events coming up. We're kind of super in off-season now. Yep. Probably. I had said we weren't going to do a show this week. We won't do one next week. Yeah. I got a lot of stuff to do next
0: week. Or I'm racing this weekend.
1: I hope to race this weekend if I'm feeling better. I'm she actually gotta, feeling better now. You, race? you got a bike? He does. He has extras.
4: Yeah, I've I mean, I've
1: I've just loaned I mean, one of your bikes. Yeah. yeah. What day we'll is talk, it? We're we'll talking Sunday is the, is the enduro. Is the enduro?
4: Where, wait, what? Where? We'll talk let's, about it when we get off. Yeah, so yeah. I have a road in seven months, and I'm gonna so? yeah, let's do yeah, it. You want to do a four it. hour race? Yeah, let's go. It's not four I'll, hour race. Yeah, I, I don't see. How could that possibly go wrong? I'm feeling way wrong? better
1: right now than I was two hours ago, so maybe I'm on the downhill side of this already. Because you're you're hanging out with me, so I'm I'll, pretty, I'll make everybody feel better. I'm pretty this empty show inside. show just gets you just... I'm, I'm pretty so empty in. inside, not emotionally, but, like, physically. Spiritually? Liquidy. Everything <laughs> came out throughout the day. <laughs> oh, God. So, liquidy. Sp- right. yeah. Spiritually, emotionally,
4: show. no, we liquidy. The show there. Come on. <laughs> no. I think Kill I'm
1: going to eat some uh, chicken noodle soup and see maybe I'll feel better in the morning, and hopefully by <laughs> Friday I'll feel good enough to ride. I needed to ride this week because... There's a lot of gear over there I'm supposed to be testing and doing this week, but it's probably not going to happen. Uh, so nothing else guys from you two? Nope. TJ nope. just wants to go home. Scotty, you guys both hate the show. Listeners, I'm sorry whoa, that whoa, I'm the
4: only whoa. one. It's you, but that's been you, man. You're the one that's been Eeyore tonight.
1: I'm I no. don't look says, like, oh, creepy, I was like, uh, okay. I don't think I was cre- I mm-hmm. definitely sometimes... I wasn't talking about just that. Make creepy. Like, I don't even know that they're oh, creepy. It's just, I do want to say...
4: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Just flirting with other people's chicks. It's funny. To me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. All right. But well, go ahead. Uh, I just want to say a shout out to the YouTube people guys. Uh, YouTube lot people of, guys? The YouTube people guys, yeah. A lot of them uh, awesome. are some of the ones that usually I've, I know watch Pulp too. So yeah, thank it's you cool. guys. Like Sporting Woods hanging. I, I wonder, yeah.
1: hey, Sporting Wood, are you watching both? Yes, yeah, so a lot of guys. Yeah, on a, on a lot one. of watching oh. both. Yeah. Get like subtitles on
4: one, yeah. 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 I guess something like that. All right. Hey, so. that's cool. I hey, don't we think we'd have anybody. Yeah, I thought that y'all would bail as soon as Pulp came on. So. I appreciate that.
1: 1,500. In fact, 1,500. 1,500 1500 listeners. Awesome. All right. We're about to be out of here.